Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Flats and Shanks pod. I'm Flats, the guy who comes first in the Flats and Shanks name. I only come first because it's got, got a nicer ring to it or it's alphabetical or something. I've always wondered if Shanks is a bit threatened by that. Anyway, who are you? Sorry, mate. Smashing down an espresso. Um, God, you oh, wait no. till 20 minutes time, mate. Wow, I'll kick off. Oh, I'm Tom no. Shanklin. Pleasure well to be here. Thanks for the invite. Um, long time no, listener, yeah, I mean, first time caller. I mean, technically you invited me, but um, I've just, I've had, oh God, what is it? It's 10.04 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And Four? You've had four? I've had three. I've had three espressos already. Yeah, yeah. They're too easy, the kids, mate. The kids have to leave for school at like five past eight and it was 7.40 when my older daughter came into the room. Um, like, Daddy, where are my school shoes? Like, what time is it? Thinking it's like three in the morning. I was like, oh my God, out of bed. Comatose were you? I was gone, fella. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a bit of nitol before you went to bed? No, I didn't Puritan. take anything. Oh. Just said, no, no, Puritan's really good, but it's not really, it's not really sneezy season for me. So uh, it's mm. not snee, it's not the sneezing to be jolly. So, um, no, I just I just had a good a good sleep because um, I read until quite late. Yeah, that's probably it. Um, but I'd also you're having three espresso. You've had four, sorry, but three, three, three. Okay, three. three. Yeah, you're, you're double the size of a lot of people. Well, maybe not double, but not quite a bit off. extra. So surely your body can take that bit more caffeine than say someone who's eighty kilos, maybe. Yeah, and if it and if it can't. And the old ticker gives up. Well, there's no pod next week. I mean, the world. Well, I know. I thought you were going to say if it can't, then you'd be straight onto the toilet, flushing it out. No, my body likes it. Yeah, my body well. seems to like it. Well, I've trained this morning, so I had to have a couple. I had one when I woke up. Hang on just a to... what have you been doing? What do you mean? What sets and reps? Was it chest day? Uh, it was well, Tuesday. So chest day was yesterday for you, wasn't it? Well, I had to have a I had to have a coffee when I woke up, right, just to get everything flowing, you know, and get the metabolism I'll get going. You. Then I had I'll one just you. before I worked out. Um, now quiet one today. Did a big row yesterday. Um, life's about pulling, and 
today <laughs> it was just Judy Dench, close grip, yeah. 100 kg, oh, okay. reps of 10, supersetting with arms. Okay. And um, a bit of shoulders, a bit of back. Okay. My um, my abs are really hurting from... Do you ever remember doing rollouts? You know, you've got the little wheel with two handles. I really like those. Yeah. Well, I bought one, um, I think from Asda, of all places. Of course you did. Lockdown, was it? Uh, yeah, another lockdown purchase, like sushi roll making kit. Never going <laughs> to use it again. Pathetic. Pathetic. <laughs> Pathetic. You're right, mate. Um I also bought one of these massage tools you see all over like Instagram and Facebook. You know the the little, it's got a little ball at the end. The it's gun ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. I've never used it. Of course you haven't. Um, no. Yeah. So oh, I've, I've forgotten where I was now. Um, uh, you did bench. Yeah. Arms. So I did roll out, roll out, but I can't get low Rollouts. anymore, mate. I can't get low. <laughs> I keep oh, really? snapping in two when I get low. Because <laughs> the core's gone. Gone, mate. Gone. You see, I've got I've got a big old core on me. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I can go low, but it's just it's my shoulders that stop me. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't even I, throw that, a dart, mate. You know, so you, no, you've got to be bad, um, mate. I've had I had that uh, magnet magnet therapy on my elbows. Shit flights. That's what it was. I, Sorry. That's it. I had that magnet therapy on my um, electromagnetic current therapy, whatever it is, on yeah. my elbows. Thinking, well, why not? Why not just try it? It's free. Go for it. Touch wood, my elbows feel really good. I'm actually going to book myself in for shoulders now at my own expense because they feel that good and my shoulders feel that bad. <laughs> Why don't you get your brain done as well while you're at it? <laughs> Lol. You're blooming mad after a couple um, of coffees. It's Tuesday morning. We're recording this. Um, we're recording it remotely, both from our home, mine, a humble home, David's a listed building. Um, and it's a little bit late because um, we've had some sad news over the weekend, Dave. Well, thanks for bringing it up. Uh, well... Sometimes the, you got to you got to talk about the elephant in the room, mate. You have, yeah. <clears throat> uh, that's usually me. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I had to put down my dog yesterday mm. on Monday, Monday lunchtime. Old Gus, um, great boy. Yeah. Um, he was fourteen and three quarters. Um, so great age. He was a bulldog cross. That mm. is very old for one of those. Um, even a couple of, you know, as long ago as a couple of years ago, he really started to slow down. But slowing down's all right. But it got to the point where, um, like he, his back legs were basically gone, and he never, he never lost his bulk. If you know, what I mean, speaking yeah. of weight training, he never lost his bulk. So he wasn't a fat dog. He was in really good nick, but he was the height of a staffy, but he was the weight of a Labrador, like very sort of very that's heavy what, dog. That's so if what your grenade bars bit, do to you, mate. Exactly, mate. Exactly, fella. So he's. But his back legs, he had, you know, I got told he had arthritis in his back when he was five. So, yeah. you know, 10 years ago, I thought, they all said, if he lives till 10, you should be happy with that. So nearly 15 is great. And um, yeah, but he, it started to, you know, if you didn't get him out regularly enough, he just had to wee where he was. <laughs> then he couldn't get himself off the sofa. So you you put him on the sofa at you know, 10 o'clock at night when you go to bed and yeah. he will be there at half eight in the morning when you come down because he can't get off it. Um, and you have to, you know, a couple of times the other day on the over the weekend, I carried him out for a wee, you know, because he collapses mm. when he gets off the sofa and you think this is this is no life. So he's gone, he went yesterday, took the kids out of school because they were, yeah, uh, they, were, they were very keen to come and be part of it. And one kid went back to school as a distraction. The other one, had a pajama day and well, did a yeah. lot, I mean, a lot I, of tears. And, I know. told my kids, and they were obviously upset. They, they've met 
Gus a few times and I think most people who follow you on social media would have seen you know your posts of walking him and, and playing yeah. with him um, but you know I've seen you with him mate I've seen you walking him I've seen you loving him he couldn't have asked for a better home to be at mate You've, you really took care of him um, yeah, he's in doggy heaven now so he is and um, you know he's a he was a naughty relentless stubborn um, not terribly clever um, you. dog for a oh, long dog. time yeah he yeah. was he was relentless until the end like even they couldn't sedate him at the vets yeah and I said to him before like, last time you operated on him you had to have another op for something last time you operated on him he you couldn't they said we struggled to knock him out which is why the op took longer yeah and he's got such a thick head I don't know what it is but even after he's meant to be sedated he gets he finds a way to get back to his feet which he struggles with and walks around trying to nick treats yeah, you know, and he just says so he's, he's a good bloke, and it's very very sad. But um, it's uh, I got actually got a text from a mate called Nick Sprague, and he said um, he said day one is just tears, it's horrible. Yeah, day two is still sad, but you starts to get better, and by day three it's just fond memories. And even though it's day two now, like I was, you know, we were meant to do the pod yesterday, weren't we, or Sunday yeah. night actually, and I I just couldn't do it. I was just oh, in bits, nice. and um, now I. J- genuinely feel all right about it it's pretty tough the kids are both cried themselves to sleep last night and yeah you know. can i tell you what will help you get over Sorry. it what a baby get another one a baby have a baby <laughs> that's what i'll do have another baby mate perfect i'll have a baby that's what i'll do that's what, what you did <laughs> you only had a baby so you didn't have to get a dog because you haven't got to walk a baby you said <laughs> you eat what you eat is what you said <laughs> does now mate <laughs> Does now. He loves taking his nappy off. Doing dirty protests. Oh, good on him. Yeah. Um, like Yoko Ono. Uh, oh no, they did a sleep, tu- sleeping protest. That's Tuesdays, Fridays, my favourite day, mate. Kids are in school. Um, my youngest is in crash or nursery, whatever oh. you want to call it. So today's a nice day. Get a bit of work done. Get a bit of prep done for the weekend. I'm going to Ulster on Sunday. And I want to try and get fit in like two days because it's Beaujolais Day Thursday. And I am... I'm going hard. What are you doing? Oh, you're not on lockdown, are you? No. No way, mate. No way we've oh, done I've that. have been and gone. We can't go nowhere. Yeah. Um, so oh, a couple, God, a couple yeah. of us. Beaujolais Day. A couple of us going. Is, um, is Macca doing it from Brogue Trader? Mm, is he doing Chris a Beaujolais? Yeah. Mm, don't know. Don't know. Um, I haven't contacted him yet, actually. Got some cool motorbikes he has, mind. Has he? Yeah. Yeah. When I mean, was the last time I mean, you rode yours? Oh, I don't. I don't want to tell you what's happened to my motorbike. Oh no, flat tire. No, um, oil the chain. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not. Don't, no, not. mate. Don't, because I can't be bothered to cut it out later on. No, fine. I won't say it. Anyway, no. I haven't ridden it for a while. Put it that way. Okay. Okay. We'll leave. I mean, it actually, I don't. I would ride in. I'd. I well, not in any weather. But if it's a bit wet on the floor and stuff, I'm happy to ride because I don't go very quickly and I don't race and I don't. Someone said to me, "Wants motorbikes are all about the corners," and I'm I'm not like that. I'm actually all about the straights. <laughs> um, I'm, not, I'm not going that quickly on them. Yeah, I just I like big throbbers, you know. A bit another, like you. <laughs> another thing I might cheer you up is that um, I recently posted my World Social 15. Uh, I saw that. Yeah. Um, well, you could like it's very it. Very good. You could like it. It's fine. But but you don't have to. You can like it later on. You know, give it a bit more exposure. So it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I think um, I've seen it. I think I have, haven't I? But you made it. You made it in prop. Cheers, fella. Yeah. Um, so well You're done. Putting big names in there, were you, to make yourself sound like a legend? <laughs> oh, DC at 10. Oh. 
he's too busy passing the ball, mate. He wouldn't. Oh, they've, I've got to do that. Chris Hoy's nominated me. I forgot yesterday. Oh, the hoister. Yeah, Hoy dog. Yeah. Um, yeah, I better do that today. Crikey, I haven't, got, I haven't got a rugby ball. I do not own a rugby ball, even a mini one. Well, I've been all right actually recently because the games I've been doing at, for Premier Sport, I've just obviously got. I've got a rucksack on, right? Because I've got a coffee, I've got water, I've got my notepad, um, mm. a bit of something to eat half time because you get hungry. Yeah. Uh, and I found a couple of loose balls that have just been kicked into the stands. You know, there's no crowd there, so they're just lying there. And I've, I've picked it up. I've gone, is this anyone? Does anyone want this? No. Nope. So, how, how loud do you say it? It's about that loud. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I found one basically. So oh, well done. Yeah. That's. That, I mean, that's. Yeah. It's, in a in a sense, it's theft. But um, you give it back if they've got a problem with it, can't uh, you? Yeah. I'm telling everyone now. So if they want it back, come and yeah, get it. Yeah. Fair dues. Come and get um, it. So uh, look, there's, no, there's no point in asking me what I've been up to because my life's been dominated by taking care of taking care of my old dog okay um, what have you so, got coming up is there anything that you've got coming up tomorrow night which could be fun to take oh, <laughs> oh yes. yes well i got a text i got the usual text from uh nikki robinson your old welsh teammate saying flats boy any chance you could help us help me with this thing doing this thing it's, it's like a beer tasting thing and yeah. uh it's a good bit of fun any chance you could help me with it um oh not much in the way of budget fella <laughs> use your stuff boy uh so that's fine um i get the uh, old so i get it. i get the text from him and it says like have you got so-and-so's number i send it to him that's it not even a thanks just yeah i yeah. mean that's that's who nicky is now mm. that's who nicky is um but i uh so we got we're doing that tomorrow night and i've got you can explain what that is in a sec but i've also it's my the next day it's two things it is my daughter's birthday um so she was so concerned about the dog. She said, Daddy, if we have to put him down on my birthday, I will never speak to you again. And I said, is that because your birthday will then forever mind you of Gus being put down? And she said, no, it will ruin my birthday. I said, oh, okay, so yeah. it wasn't. Fair enough. Um, Do you know just called me early. then? You might have heard my phone vibrating. Nicky Robinson. Oh, really? He is red. Uh, funny. No, yeah, mate, bin him off. Decline him. Uh, so that, and then, uh, but also on Thursday night, it is Nathan Cat, the Bath prop, Bath prop. See that when you play for the club for a long time, a supporters club do a retirement thing, and Cat has announced his retirement, and um, or the club has, and they're doing a supporters club thing. So I'm going to be having a birthday tea with my daughter, um, and then I'm going to just quickly nip off for ten minutes, log on to Catty's uh, retirement zoom thing that they're doing the supporters club and matt powell's hosting it for bath and is mm. everyone's going to be on it i'm gonna log on tell him what he's really like and, and leave because the guy is ultimately um a bad drunk and a thug so you can glorify that if you want but um yeah i'm gonna well, tell him the truth i'm gonna say a few truths good man have some truths for him that's what you need yeah going for a couple of walks mate just going for a couple of walks um i've oh, still got the axe again then well done <laughs> <laughs> Oi. I'm Oi, lucky I got an lucky I got up. an axe a gig out of Gus before he went, didn't it? <laughs> do you know uh do you know pick me up yesterday as well? Not that I was feeling that down, but I was, felt a bit sad for you. It was uh James Pontin, our mate from BBC Yes um put the uh Georgia video we did a couple of years ago up. Yes. Yeah. I watched it. You sent it to me, Jimmy, and I actually watched it. A little bit of overacting from you and me, but we've developed since then and I still think it was quite good content. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, we found our niche now. It's 
it is quite easy just to just to give it a little bit too much. But I think we just turn grumpier, basically, so it becomes more natural. Yeah. yeah. Um, what game were you at the weekend? Tell me now. Um, I was France uh, Fiji. No, okay. Uh, well, I was at Twickenham for the England game against um, Georgia. Yep. But we also we were on air before the Italy Scotland game as well. So I we kind of hub. did the. You did a hub. We did a hub. Did a hub. Did a hub. Yeah. Hubbed it. Um, we had a group hub um, with Gabby Logan, um, Brian Habana, mm-hmm. and Dylan Hartley. Good combo. Um, Dylan. Good combo. Dylan went. Dylan went roll neck. Um, yeah, I saw that. Um, I've been thinking about. Now, tell me what you think. I know you're just going to say yes because you don't mind he- me humiliating myself. I've been thinking about wearing a roll neck next week for England Ireland, just to mock Dylan for having worn a roll neck. But am I in ever? Am I then mocking myself? Could you wear a roll neck though that looked like? Remember. French management wore them about four or five years ago. You know, they were light no. coloured. They looked like sort of U-boat commanders. Leverman like was, was coach. Oh, like the heavy, they had heavy knits, didn't they? Yes, yes. That'd be amazing. I can't wear that. I, you know me, fella. You know what I'll be like. I'll be, I'll be sweating my pecs off. I would say to you, mate, don't wear a dark colour because you get really bad beard rough. Yeah, it's true, actually, yeah. Um, but I reckon one would suit you, definitely. I mean, I, I was quite I've surprised. Got one. got one. Dylan Hartley looked looked like there's a bit of fluid attention there. Dylan is two things. He's very well turned out, mm-hmm. and he's the heaviest he's ever been. He's 115 mm. kgs. Ooh, and wow. I'm that's big. I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um, that's good, because he's, as a percentage, he has probably put on more weight than I have post-retirement. And he's relatively fresh out of it. He's living the life. Um, You know, all the sponsors want him and all that. And he's just got to hope that by the time he gets dumped out the back because somebody better has, you know, retired. Owen Farrell's retired and they all want him. Mm. When he gets dumped out the back, he's just got to be careful he's not... um, Incredibly overweight and completely bald because yeah he's got to make the sure lid, the lid's he's, going big he's time. He's not gone past the point of no return. Yeah, mm. and I got close, fella. He's going to need close. He's going to need a um, a flat cap starter kit, isn't he? Yep. You know that people that wear yep. flat caps going yep. slightly bald and a bit weird. Yep. Yeah. Do you know in that Georgia video mm-hmm. that is when I was at my heaviest? I was one hundred and thirty-seven, hundred and forty kilos. Wow. That's big, boy. That's Census Johnson weight almost. Well, and no, not in like, a good that's way. Silverback gorilla in the Congo weight, mate. Yeah, it's not good. Although I saw Ollie Cohn the other week, the old Quinn second row. Mm. Now he's he's about six foot seven. He, I think he's weighing in at the moment about one hundred and forty-two or something like that, or wow. one hundred and forty-five kilos. Can't be good for you. Can't. Be he looks good. bang on, mate. No, he's healthy. He looks really? so healthy. Poor he's just heart. a massive man. He's just an enormous man. I just. We know some big men. I just don't know any men as big as that. Yeah. He is so big. And he's also what kills me is that he's really good looking in a rugged way and super nice. Have you ever said that like about me when you're talking about me to people? Uh, do you know what? He's like strikingly handsome. You know, no, I, what I, I, I say caught, is... I caught an angle of him the other day under a, a good light and I actually thought, wow, you go boy. What I have said is that you're freakishly strong. Okay. Well, okay? for my size. Yeah. By the way, I was at, I went to a um, 
I had a little workout the other day in the backyard and mm. I was texting a mate um, about some weights that another mate of ours lift because I saw him on Josh Hill, who is the son of Richard Hill, the old England and Bath scrum half. Yeah. His son, Josh, is a doctor. I think he's a paediatrician. He's a doctor um, and very, very bright guy. Was in the Bath Academy, freakish physical specimen. Um, rugby didn't quite work out, but now he does powerlifting and he is under 100 kilos, I think, because he's about five foot seven or five foot six. Yeah. And my mate Ollie Hayes told me the other day that he does 320 kilo bench press. Is that even possible? Is, can you get enough weight on the bar to do that? He deadlifts over 400 kilos. Wow. What's he Mate. like passing off the left? Yeah, but I think, I think I've seen him do a standing backflip as well. But different level specimen. But yeah, so I've done a couple of... Um, What's he like tackle Jacqueline? Yeah, you probably won't get him off. I've done a couple of... Look, don't laugh at me. I've done a couple of online like boot camp um, fitness classes. Because Joe Wicks was bloody great, wasn't he? Wasn't he wonderful? Have you done Polly Barnes' uh, yoga? Yeah. I haven't done Polly Barnes' yoga. No, it doesn't really work for me, the old yoga. Is she but a yoga teacher? Or... I don't know. Yeah, he just loves yoga. I don't know. Mm. Um, but my mate Ollie Hayes, he used to play hooker. Um, but like he played at a lot of West Country clubs, played at Worcester for a while as well. He's a bath boy. He's got a, a company called So Fit Bath, and he has not asked me to mention them, okay. which is why I'm willing to mention them. Because if he'd asked, mm, that's when I start steering away from it. I've seen a lot of Welsh boys been doing Craig Hawkins fitness regime. Have you seen Who's like he now? Um, former hooker it was at the Scarlets um, okay Jiffy does a lot of training with him and Jiffy's in good nick mind yeah he's in good nick mate but I've never seen him take a photo in a bright light it's always a shadow yeah and I think to the point where he gets the sharpie out and just draws on a couple of abs yeah. you know what it's like but you no, go mate, to fitness first and you're 70 in the years old it's mate. quite dark 70 yeah. years old he's in great nick but Gethin Jones been doing a little bit with him as well Quite yeah. a few other boys have. Dwayne Peel. A, a little while ago, because a little while ago, I I saw Jiffy, I just saw him picking something up off the floor and he looked just like Brian Ashton from behind. <laughs> but obviously he's been working out, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a not, sometimes he's a nightmare. Like, you just walk behind you and just dig you in the kidneys. Like that. <sighs> and then yeah. you can't hit him back because he's so old. Macho Before stuff, him. alpha stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's um, let's punch talk. punch him right in the colostomy bag. Yeah, <laughs> right in the juggler. Let's talk Autumn Nations Cup. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Look, I was gutted that the... Uh Really annoys me when people say "look" before they start. Look, listen, look. Hear me now. Um, doesn't it annoy me that much? I just don't ever want to do it myself, and I just did, which I'll give myself an uppercut in the man area for. Uh, I was gutted that the France Fiji game yep. game got called off because they're the two teams I want to see play most. To be honest. Yep, huge, huge. Um, Fiji, especially because we haven't seen them for a while. Um, interesting to see whether France could keep up the form that they ended the Six Nations with. I don't know England won it, but I suppose. We've seen England play well over these last sort of four or five years. We haven't really seen France play that well, to be honest, have we? And they seem to have found a star this year. Um, yeah. And to Max got injured though, isn't he? Which is a shame. Yeah, but I suppose that's a big question as well. Can they can they play well without him? Without you know him and Dupont have just been massively key to their success. But yeah, it, it was such a shame. But you know, we all want to see Rad Raja, don't we? Nakawara, Tuisova, yeah. all these players um, that yeah. Are just pure individual talents. Hope they're back next week. Maybe they won't be. Depends how long really they've been told to quarantine for and and if COVID has spread through the camp. Such a shame though. Really looking forward to that on Sunday. But should we start with Friday night's game? Um, yeah. Go on. Start with it. Right. So I went over to Ireland. I did world feed. Um, and. I suppose it's the only time I've got. I've got a mate who lives in Singapore who listens to your world feed. Oh no! Don't tell me. Exact. Do you want exact words from no. his text? No. No. Well. Okay. Say yeah. Yeah. Why isn't Shanks on Amazon? And it's not Amazon. It's Prime Video. Mm. Why isn't Shanks on Amazon with you? So good. Okay. What I would say is, um, you are very good. I would also say Paul Grayson is very good. Yeah, I do massively. Um, worked a lot with Paul that. Grayson. I think he is um, a very highly rated, yet a very underrated co-commentator. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. Excellent. Yeah, Very knowledgeable, very clever. Um, so I the did game. it with Raul Nugent. Um, yeah. And it was just me and him. Very, very strange atmosphere there. I've, I've done quite a few Premier Sports games. I've not done an international um, so far and I'll be honest with you mate it was horrendous like oh just, really well it's soulless in the stadium you try and create atmosphere but yet you can't um, you know the anthems are most people's favourite part of the game or well, a lot of people's favourite part of the game um, and it's just it's empty you know you can hear everything yeah. You know, there's no energy. All the individual voices. There's no energy from the crowd. And, I'm, you know, where Ireland would have won whatever at the weekend. Um, you know, they missed a couple of chances. Uh, they missed one when Johnny Sexton went through and he probably should have hit Henshaw, but he tried to throw a wide pass to James Lowe. Um, they missed one in the second half when Conway passes way too early to James Lowe and Lee Harpenny goes across and tackles him, I think. You know, so Ireland potentially could have scored a lot more and it could have been a lot heavier defeat but it works for both teams you know and I put that on on Twitter and I got hammered just for saying oh it's an excuse for Wales losing it's not yeah. an excuse it's just you go to stadiums and 
you know, it, you see what's pl been playing across the other side of the world, and we, we have to touch upon that later. Let's not forget that Argentina's win against New Zealand. But oh god, but mate, have a look. I don't know if, if you saw the stats of the Wales game in the first half, right? Wales carried the ball um, twelve times in the first half. Two of them were off kickoffs. So let's call it ten. So let's call it ten. Ten times they carried the ball, as opposed to sixty-seven times Ireland carried it. Wow! Couldn't get any possession, any territory, outmuscled. Um, you know that they, they clawed themselves back a little bit in the second yeah. half, just more so around the breakdown. They started to win quite a few penalties around the breakdown. Um, Ireland holding on, Wales really strong in that, and you know with, with penalties you're able to get a little bit of field position. Um, you're able to get possession back but just didn't look threatening through any of that game um, 32 points to 9 didn't score a try didn't look like scoring a try had a couple of opportunities in the first half um, there was like a 5v3 they started crabbing they were really flat the ball went along the back line and ended up knocking it on into touch a couple of big performances well not performances a couple of big occasions Certainly not performances. Um, Alan Jones reaching 150 test caps. George North reaching 100 test caps, including Lions. Um, Thomas Francis re reaching 50. But line out really struggled, as did the scrum. And if there's one thing we learned from the World Cup last year, it is that... No scrum. No scrum. No win. No win. No line out, no win. And Ireland were good there, mate. Like James Lowe on his debut... You How just, good is he to watch? Yeah. He loves it. He just loves it. You knew straight away. It's not like, say, uh, a Lewis Reece Amit where, you know, can he, is he going to make the step up from playing quality rugby at, at Gloucester to the international scene? You know someone like James Lowe, who's been doing it for years and years, is just tailor-made for international yeah. rugby. He's that good. And he was straight away in the game, early touches, exactly what you want, making breaks. Ireland were running some really good phase plays face play attack they hit up a couple of times short and then um, they're, they're always really clever with run arounds they do a lot of run arounds mm. the ball comes back to Sexton and then you know defenders have got two or three options and they've got to try and pick the best one and Ireland are really good at exploiting that you know just little things like Sexton putting the ball back inside but he doesn't put it back inside to a forward he puts it like a miss one back inside to James Lowe who's mm, running nice tight and angle yeah. through, the la through the gap so they were just they were just clever. They were cute in their attack. So that's my chair squeaking. And some really good performances. Like um, CJ Standard didn't play. And he was the top carrier in the Six Nations. So someone's got to take over that mantle. Keelan Doris was brilliant at that. You know, Keelan Doris and James Lowe, two best players out there. Then you chuck in Peter Armani, James Ryan, um, Andrew Porter. But, I mean, you watched the game, yeah? Yeah. Tell me about the scrums because... It is difficult for someone like me to really like. I, I've probably got a better idea than than most people um, on the scrum, purely because you know I've played the game to a certain level for for a long time, and you, you have some sort of idea. But it's certainly not um, what you'd say a a professional idea, I suppose, of of what went on. Yeah, and and mainly, kind of what you need to know is that Reese Carey got substituted before half time mm. which is brutal it's brutal but absolutely necessary and 
for me, it's what England didn't do in the World Cup final that it should have done. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't doesn't mean that he's a bad player or a bad scrummager. It means he was having a bad day, and he was. And you can argue if you want that he was just got on the wrong side of the ref, and that's the way it goes. I would argue that he was struggling in the scrum against Andrew Porter. That's why the referee was giving those decisions. The one decision he gave, I think, to Carey in the first half, I disagreed with wholly. thought okay. that was an in- incorrect decision. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you, what happens is Ireland are dominating, Wales get the penalty, and everyone's going mad congratulating Reese Carey. But he knows, you see on his face, he knows that he hasn't won that penalty. Mm. He knows that he's got away with that. And that happens to everybody. Um but I thought it was the right decision to take him off. I thought Thomas Francis, what he didn't need was Kean Healy on one on his 50th cap because at one point he took him off the floor, which doesn't happen often at Got his test wings. level. It really doesn't. Got his wings. And, you know, again, almost every prop's been there at some point. So mm. it, it's, it's horrible. But You just hope it's they, not on the international scene. You do, yeah. And, and, they, and they really struggled and Ireland really got it together. Mm. Well, um, I get the impression that Quinn Rue and... James Ryan are really strong scrummages yep. in the second row for Ireland. That, that's the impression I get. Um, and from what I've been told, they're both very strong. Quinn Rue, evidently, I've read a couple of times, he puts a huge amount of weight through, which really helps. But they, they got tuned up in the scrum, fella. I thought they were way better when Wynne Jones came on, way better. Yeah. There was also, Ireland had to shuffle around a little bit with Stockdale pulling out last minute. I was a little bit gutted not to see Stockdale play because I think you were going to see a massive reaction from the French game because he wasn't great. But, you know, he's... Yep. He's still a quality player. You know, you're, you're still going to pick him. Um, but Conway comes in. I tell you who did really impress me. It was just the size and directness and aggression of Chris Farrell. Yeah. Just really good at, at getting over that gain line. Um, Hugo Keenan played, uh, moved from wing to 15. He was really good in the air against um, Wales in a friendly. Um, but they didn't. They didn't yeah, want... As you and I have said, with, with Farrell... He's one of those guys that <clears throat> there's a big difference between being a big guy and playing like a big guy. Yeah. And he's a big man who plays like a big man. Massively. He is big. He's big yeah, he's imposing. And, and I thought, I actually thought Jonathan Davis was very quiet. Yeah. Um, thought he, he struggled was. to make an impact. Um, I'm not sure on his fitness really at the moment and how fit he is. Um, well, also, it's not like they had a load of great ball because the forward pack was dominating. So let's no. keep it a bit real. You, you'd much rather play off the back of Keelan Doris than you the, would Fallot out the weekend. The toughest thing for players is that you could you could be carrying lots of injuries. You could be functioning, and you know yourself, at like 70-80%. But you take that field, no one else knows that. You know, So yep. um, it'd be interesting to see um, how... He sort of, I don't know, recovers or, or what comes out of the Welsh camp about him in the next couple of weeks. Um, but Ireland with 60% um, possession, 66% territory, you know, worthy winners. Um, you know, all the stats point to them. Defenders beat and offloads. Love the I think Wales looked out. significantly better in the second half. They did, they, they did, but it, it can't, way you off. know, at, at some stage, you know, they, they couldn't have got any worse if we're honest, flats, you know, with, with yeah. 12 carries. So they were going to come back at, at certain stages in the game, but just not enough. Um, not enough big World carriers. World semi-finals feel like a long time ago, don't they? Yeah, and you know, there's, there's a lot of people who have put a lot of pressure on Wayne Pivak and Stephen Jones and their team at the moment. Byron Hayward obviously has left. Um, so Gethin Jenkins and um, Wayne Pivak have taken over the sort of defensive duties as well as the breakdown. So, I think you still got to give Pivak a bit of time. You know, it's 
he's having to change the mindset of these players that are so used to playing the Gatlin way. You know, so used to playing low risk, predictable rugby, which worked. So it's gonna it, it is gonna take a bit of time. So I think you still have to give him a bit of leeway um for him to, to make his mark. Uh but Georgia up next, so I expect we'll see quite a lot of changes. I might see a bit of a um might see Callum Sheedy maybe at ten. Um, yeah. I think they should ring the changes, but also, you know, the win is the most important thing. You know, that's, I think that's eight out of nine games they've lost recently. Yeah. And it's only Italy. I mean, they, they, they're going to get a win at the weekend. I mean, last time they had to cheat their way to victory against Georgia, but mm. I think they should win more comfortably this time. <laughs> right. Um, hit me up with... Um, by the way, France, France, just to go out, they've been awarded the victory 28-0 with a bonus point. Okay. That's the rules. Yeah. So it's not Fiji, it's not their fault, but they were the ones who had to cancel the game. So... That that actually works quite nicely because suddenly you think if France, if it's declared a draw or something, then France aren't going to top the pool when they might have done and we might not see the right final and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's the right call. Anyway. Yep. Hit next. me up with England-Georgia. Um, it, it was it was quite a reasonably difficult game. were you? It, it, was, it was a reasonably difficult game to commentate on, actually. I mean, as difficult as these things get because... Yes, there's no atmosphere, but also the weather was just horrific. So it, it's one of those things that, you know, it, it was underwhelming because what you really want to see when England play a tier two nation is England rip them apart as a neutral. You want to, because you want to see loads of tries. And mm. it was just a bit like the Prem final. The rain was just torrential. So you think, well, it is actually very difficult to um, play any way other than the way England played, which was tight and a bit. Well, it's probably boring, not very expansive, but it they just had to win. They scored a good number of points. But I understand that the England forward pack wanted to take on the Georgian forward pack at their area of strength and prove, prove a point at scrum time, especially after the World Cup final, because memories of that still linger. Uh, and England, Matt Proudfoot, the, the South African forwards coach on that day, is now the England forwards coach. So you can see why England wanted to prove that point. They went hard at them at scrum time early on, choosing scrum after scrum. Did a job on them. Will Stewart was great. Ellis Genge was excellent. Um, driving more. Jamie George, you know, got a hat-trick at the back of three driving malls, which first England hooker ever, male England hooker ever to score a hat-trick. But I, I still think to myself, why wouldn't you play Tom Dunn? You know, I still yeah. think that. I know you want to keep a spine of the team there and continuity and that stuff. Why wouldn't you start yep. Tom Dunn? You know, it, it, Jamie George's... Yeah, Jamie George is top of the range. We know that. Stick him in any team in the world and he'll look good. He's top. Of, we know that. But it's like, I just, I wouldn't mind. I don't want to start, you know, I don't like the idea of giving caps away. But now and again, I think, come on, this guy's played so many games. Mm. Does he need to play this one? Um, Jack Willis was good, but, you know, was really good. But Georgia didn't have enough balls. Was Jack Willis taken nick. off as well? Yeah. Why would you take someone off on the first cap? I know, I wondered that. I thought, what, you know, I thought that. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you've got, you got Marutoji on, who's playing six, who who doesn't need the game time, if anything. But you've got Billy plays every minute, pretty much. Yeah. It's like, take him off. He was yeah. really good, I thought, Billy, actually. Mm. But Billy Venepo was good. But, you know, yeah, start Dan Robson, that kind of stuff. But that's just, I, I you know, I don't doubt for one minute Can't that Eddie guess has... Eddie Jones, can you, though? No, I think he's definitely got a plan. Um, I also, I'm, I'm convinced that 
I, mean, I think he's very, very, very good at his job. But I'm, I'm also convinced that he does do things to be deliberately contrary. Um, you know, Dylan said as much on, on telly at the weekend, you know, if you go too hard at someone like Jack Willis, you know, there's every chance he won't pick him. But Eddie actually picked him in 2018 before he got injured. So he could almost lay claim to having thought of that himself, which probably gets Jack Willis off the hook, mm. off the Don Armand hook. Um, but yeah, it, it was fine. I mean, it was confrontational. It was, again, the weather will have looked bad on telly if you watched it, but it was way worse than it looked. I mean, yeah. you, even as a prop, you know, you wouldn't want to play rugby in that weather because how the ball wasn't dropped a lot more like it was in the Prem final is, is testament to the skill levels because, Christ, it was horrific out there. It was, you wouldn't want to, you didn't even want to walk along pitch side. It was horrific, blowing a gale and horrendous whipping rain. So you think, actually, the game we all wanted to see was probably impossible in that weather. So kind of job done, get over it. Wouldn't have minded seeing a few more you know, youngsters, inexperienced players playing, to be honest, but there we are. Certainly looking also, forward to Ireland. Also over. sticking Jonathan Joseph on the wing. Yeah. Like, he's, he's done a, a top player. Times. He's done a couple of Yeah, times. he's really good. He, yeah. Of course, he's good enough. You'd, if he started for the Lions on the wing, you'd, he, he wouldn't make any mistake. He wouldn't do anything wrong. He could play He could play for anyone in that mm. position. But, is it, but I just think you've got Ollie Thorley there warming yeah. up. I mean, come on. <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, give him a chance. Give him a shot. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, you talk about bad weather. What was good weather was over in Italy for the Scotland game. Oh, yeah. Um, which was the first game on the Saturday. Um, decent performance by Scotland. Nothing flash. Um, another win for them, which is the most important thing. Uh, Duan van der Merwe, again, just impressed with him. Super, Mate. super big bloke. Super strong. He really is big. He's, he's like f- Ivan Drago. Yeah, but he's... F- Fast as well. He's not just like yeah. a, a big bloke that can shift. He can properly shift, you know, and he hits a really good line for for his try. Um, but nothing massively to report. I thought, if anything, you know, Italy scored a really good try. Zanon burst through and link play and Minazzi ends up going over. I thought that was a quality try from the Azzurri. But nothing really stood out in that game. Just... Scotland, obviously, stronger team, um, better coached. Yeah, um, Italy. Italy did clinical. look better, I thought. Much, yeah, much they better, did look better in attack, but they didn't. You never felt like they were going to win. It's odd, no, isn't it? He's, I quite like pa- see Paolo Gabrisi at ten. Mind, sorry, I quite like Paolo Gabrisi at ten. That was his sixth professional game or I seventh, know. sixth, I think. But I like Mad, the look it? of him. I think you know, with a bit of time. You know, he's going to yeah. be, he's going to hold that shirt for a while, I think. Um, yeah. And you could tell, you know, Italy are trying to play a more expansive game. That's why they picked Carlo Canna at 12, just to try and get that ball a little mm. bit wider. Um, But yeah, they they are slowly improving. They put up a, a pretty decent show. But I think Scotland have found a little bit of form. They found a, a bit of style of play. I, I think they look better with Sam Johnson at 12. Um, Darcy Graham's still a handful. On the wing, yeah, really even is. though not the biggest I did, bloke. I did think it was a... I was glad to see Italy produce something, even if it was only for 60 minutes. I was glad to see them to see them produce something significantly better than um, their performance against England a couple of weeks ago yeah. in Rome. Because this whole Italy Six Nations justification conversation is one that, you know, it's ongoing. And I, I do think it needs to be looked at, actually. But, you know, you look at Italy at the weekend and look at Georgia the last couple of weeks and you think, well... 
you know, Georgia might deserve, they definitely deserve more exposure to tier one and that will help them. And Italy, you could argue, just haven't moved on that much with 20 years of tier yeah. one exposure. But at least there were signs there on Saturday from, from Italy. At least there were signs. Well, if these pools go the way we're thinking, Georgia uh, are going to finish bottom of pool A, Italy bottom of pool B. You're going to see a playoff there on the final weekend, I think, which will be massive. Um, as long as Fiji get to play a game and win yeah. it. Yeah, very true. You know, very true, it, actually. You don't really want... I mean, I just... Oh, well, apart from anything else, I just want to see Fiji play. Yeah. Uh, but I also, I do really want to see Georgia play Italy as well. But I want to see it in good conditions. Don't want to see it in rain because I think that will massively suit the Georgians. You know, you want to see yeah. a game where it's level playing field, really, in, in terms of um, the weather and the surface. Much uh, as I love a scrum, I don't want to see Georgia yeah. scrumming Fiji to pieces. It'd be so dull. Now, before, I mean, it, would, it would be beautiful, but I want to see, basically want to see Fiji score 10 tries and Georgia score 10 or 11 tries. That's what I want. Yeah. Before we end this rugby segment, um, New Zealand, Argentina. Have you seen any highlights? Have you watched it? Yeah. Um, now, first time Argentina have beaten New Zealand. Now, you just think, if a team like Argentina or a team like Wales ever stand a chance in beating New Zealand, Wales have in the 50s, um, you think it's going to be on home turf. You, Not for once yeah. do you think you're going to go actually over to New Zealand and beat them in the backyard especially after New Zealand have come off the back of a loss against Australia, you know, where they want to put a lot of things right. You know, they're not used to losing. You're going to see a reaction. But wow, mate, what a game. Um, so many standout performances, like Nicolas Sanchez kicking wow, under what pressure. Yeah, and I know, like, sometimes he can make the odd mistake, but phenomenal. Everyone was just so on it. Uh, moment of the match, I think, was... Pablo Matera when he's speaking to the ref yeah uh, it's brilliant isn't it it's, it's just an internet sensation also when he's watching the hacker in his face yeah he's got a comedy face mate he looks solid one but without the stash like Toby Flood yes he does look like to- <laughs> he looks like Toby Flood and that turn that late turnover he got as well yeah so, whatever, but how many of a minute yeah it was, the whole was pack mate, both second rows were look massive and played like they're massive as well. But, you know, for yeah. 20 minutes as well, they really had to hold New Zealand out for, for large periods. And New Zealand, let's not forget, just, you know, uh, I think it was Caleb Clark scored the last try, mm. you know, right on the final whistle, you know, so... By the way, that, that try, just that little finish, his acceleration and his mm. centre of gravity is freaky. Even that little bit, just that little couple of metres to get over the line. Massively. Wow. But you think there's that, a lot of power in there. A couple there. of mistakes, Rico... Um, Ioni drops the ball um, and then you've got Hoskins Satutu and we've seen him throw a left-handed pass for Auckland. This one he throws into touch. You know, that was on. That was a, a choice opportunity. So they had the opportunities but when a team can put New Zealand under pressure for 80 minutes like Argentina did. Like then, England did in the World Cup yeah, semi-final. Yeah, yeah. Then they are going to falter but that is so easy to say. You say that every single time yeah. you play them, right? We, we've got to put an 80 minute performance in. We can't just put pressure on for 40 minutes, 60 minutes. It has to be 80. If you do that, you can win. But that doesn't happen very often at all. Uh, massive. I love the celebrations after. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't like it was a weak New Zealand team. It wasn't like they had second, third string players out. They had Smith, Moanga, two best halfbacks, Bowden Barrett, Geordie Barrett, Goodhue. 
A decent, team. They had a decent set game. of lads out White there, didn't they? Mate, it's big starting lineup. Yeah, plenty of caps. So, yeah, it was it was wonderful, and it's I had a glass of Malbec to celebrate. Oh, well done, boy! Mm. It's wonderful to see them enjoy it and that performance. But it's also it's always good when the big dogs lose and they get beaten up. It's a bit like you know, it's a bit like when Anthony Joshua lost to Ruiz. It's like we all found out on Twitter the next morning because you didn't bother watching it and you don't want to, whatever it is, you don't want to pay the money or pay your 20 quid or whatever it is to watch him fight Ruiz. But the next time around, mate, you would miss it yeah, because this guy knocked him out before and you're like, and I didn't, I was glued to the next one. So it almost reignites the interest and it does get a bit dull with, a bit like Formula One with Lewis Hamilton, who by the way is an absolute don. He, he almost gets, when Schumacher the legend was winning all the time. It mm. almost turns you off Formula One because it's so predictable and the All Blacks need to lose every now and again and they got properly beaten and it was great and I love watching the All Blacks. You know, Caleb Clark would be my favourite player to watch in the world at the moment. Mm. Love watching them but it is great when the big dogs lose because it doubles the interest for next week. That's how I always look at it. It's, a bit, like, it's a bit like Lewis Hamilton at the moment, isn't it? He's just absolutely yeah. dominating Formula One. Yeah, you know, he's, he's the just records. the man. He is he's the man. The absolute man. He's the man yeah. uh, in the best car available. But New Zealand... Well, no, not every year. He hasn't had the best car every year. No, I mean, he's not every year. he's freakishly but... talented. You watch him in the wet. I mean, Christ, he is just... Yeah. You listen to all the... A lot of the racing drivers are... You know, he's got... He's often had the same car as his teammate and just thumped his teammate over the course of a season. And yeah. he, he hasn't had the best car every year. Some not every has, year, some but, hasn't. but he's predominantly had one of the better cars majority of his career uh, but there's no doubt he is the best driver either um, he's amazing yeah so Argentina playing Australia uh, this weekend and whether they can back that up it's in Argentina um, so be interesting to see how they go after that win was that the World Cup a, final I did a zoom the other week <coughs> for um, who was it for Premiership Rugby and mm. I did it with the Northampton Saints guys well I did it with all the clubs but the guys at Saints I spoke to one of them was Owen Franks and he was just talking about this all black, this one game I asked him about. And he said, oh, it's a, you know, it's a particularly big game because there's a lot of pressure on because we'd lost two and I'm two on the bounce. And um, and, I, and I was like, that's not that many. He's like, yeah, well, he was so humble and lovely. So I don't want to present him as anything else. But he was like, well, when you, you know, you play for the all blacks, mm. two in the bounce, two on the bounce doesn't happen very often. Like it was, that was, uh, there was a lot of pressure. So it ends up, he described it as being like a World Cup final. He's like, we cannot lose three games. I mean, that just doesn't happen. <laughs> and they didn't. <laughs> you know? 2011, I think, was the last time they, they lost two on the bounce. Oh, there you go. Well done. Um, so, in terms of fixtures this weekend, um, if Italy, Fiji is going ahead, who's your money please, on? Please, please, please. Um, Fiji. Yep. I'm going with that. England, Ireland. Oh, I thought Ireland looked way better. The temp- yeah. I thought Jameson Gibson Park at nine changed their game completely. So good. So good. That was his first start, third cap, first start. There's an amazing stat yeah. about the amount of uh, top-level games that he's played or been involved with. He hasn't had many starts. They've nearly all been cameos off the bench, but so experienced. Like, you know, him and James Lowe, who are really new to the international scene, they're 28 years old. So it's not like they're 20 years old where... They haven't got much experience. They've got loads of game time experience at a quality club that play quality rugby which, and have been, you know, the best in the Northern Hemisphere consistently yeah. up there with, with Saracen. So, yeah, I, I agree, Flat. He's, he's brilliant. Brilliant. Um, 
So mm. England, Ireland, who's who's winning? Uh, I'm going Ireland. Don't know on that one. Mm. I'll go England because they don't lose many at home. It's they've lost two in twenty seven or two in twenty eight or something. And you're biased. Now, one so of most biased commentators. So biased. There's no atmosphere, is there? But. Mm. Yeah, mm, Ireland have been in the past very good at beating England at Twickenham, but it's different when there's no. It'll atmosphere. be close. It will be close. I, I'd say I'd say England because their yep. set piece is very good. Billy looks fully fit, back on form. Mm. Um, mm, yeah, not easy. No, they can do with easy. Anthony Watson being fit. I'd say that. Wales, Georgia. Yeah, I think Wales, Wales to win legitimate this time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really hope Wales put on a show. I hope they do. I hope. I hope it's close for sort of 30, 40 minutes and Wales have put under a little bit of pressure. And then um, it's 100 nil. I hope they just run away with it. I hope they run away with it. You hope it's 12, 12 9 at half time to Wales <laughs> and it ends up being 68 9. Perfect. That's what you want. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Something to shout about. All right, our kid. Well, um, well good that'll luck probably to you, do us. Right? Good rugby chat, all right? Well done. That's no, good stuff. Yeah. Um, and I will chat to you. I'll chat to you on Wednesday uh, with our beer drinking and tasting experience. Yeah. And we'll chat again next week. All right, fella. Hey, keep going. Keep going out there, everyone. Yeah. Just keep yeah. bloody going. Yeah. Keep okay. buggering on. Yeah. Ta ta. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 